Today on the show, strategy plus action equals the power of inbound marketing. Success in business and life is a constant back and forth of charting your course and taking the consistent steps every day to move you forward. Both are critical. My guests on this show range from hardworking entrepreneurs starting from scratch to visionary leaders of cutting edge companies looking to scale. I help you understand the strategies that are working for them and the actions you can take to model their success. For me, a show like this is all about joining forces with my guests to dig deep and create something new for you. Whether that's a small insight that gets you unstuck or a path of massive growth through customized marketing and creative sales initiatives. Welcome to Strategy in Action. Welcome to episode 29 of Strategy in Action. Today, we're talking to Jackie BC. I'm so excited to have him on the show. We get into it a little bit on the uh, at the beginning of the episode here, but I've uh, known Jackie for several years now from Dallas and just a great guy. Um, and then, you know, he's somebody who really knows marketing, knows his stuff, been running his agency for almost 20 years now. And I, I wanted him on the show to talk really to talk all things marketing. We kind of narrowed it into to inbound a little bit, but we spent a big part of the the episode as well just digging into you know the state of digital marketing right now and and what's working um and some things to think about when you approach that that are really good business tactics, <laughs> much less, you know, digital marketing tactics, you know, digging into existing clients before you jump into anything new. Those are one of those, those takeaways from this episode and a lot of tactics around that, that so many people miss, honestly. Um, cause we all, we all, we all want the new, right? We want the, the, the new client, the new marketing tactic, all of that. And those things are great and important, um, but there's there's some tried and true elements to all of this that really help things along. So be on the lookout for those and some some really unique stories that Jackie has of uh, some just amazing marketing things that he's done uh, recently for his clients. So let's jump in with Jackie BC. Show everybody. I'm here with Jackie BC. Jackie, how is it going? Oh man, fantastic! Uh, happy to be here, Jason, and looking forward to uh, our chat today. It's going to be great. Oh, absolutely! This is fun. So, for for everybody watching and listening out there, Jackie is in my old stomping ground, Dallas, Texas. Um, always, always, always love Dallas. Um, <laughs> and so we connected years ago now at um, well, I was going to say Social Media Breakfast, but now it's give me the new name. Yeah, so the new name is uh, Dallas Digital Marketers. So we just rebranded after 10 years from uh, Social Media Breakfast. Awesome. Love the whole group, the people over there. It was always so much fun. And and when we caught up a couple of weeks ago, that was sort of the shared thing. It was just, it's always good when you go to these networking events and you see familiar, happy, smiling, wonderful faces of people that you actually want to talk to and catch up with. And uh, I always had that with, with you, Jackie. So I'm glad we got a chance to catch up. And um, I was like, we need to have Jackie on the show and talk digital marketing. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And I felt, I always feel the same way, you know, you've, you've came out and I think you actually presented for us when we were social media breakfast and uh, talked a lot about video and, and here you are with all your shows. Uh, I love, I love that you're still doing it and able to come out here and talk with you. It's fantastic. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And let's, you know, I want to, I want to dig in certainly the, the big topic of really inbound marketing and all the ways that, you know, we have at our disposal to do that, the power of that, um, and really teach people maybe some ways to think about that, that they're not currently doing. Um, but before that, give me a little background and, and give the folks a background on Atomic, your company, um, mm-hmm. 
And then I want to I want to kind of dive into the overall landscape that you're seeing right now in digital marketing. But but talk to me about uh, Atomic. Right. Fantastic. Thanks. Yeah, we're uh, so we're coming up on year number twenty for Atomic. So we started uh, uh, actually in March. So it's one of those uh, you know it's like a COVID date now, right? March. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, we're coming up uh, on year number twenty. Started out as. Uh, uh, as strictly a website development uh, company, and back then, you know, social and search engine optimization and uh, all these other techniques that we use for digital weren't really around. And so we grew up in that digital marketing uh, environment. And uh, as new things came out, we uh, embraced them, learned about them. Uh, uh, experimented with them on ourselves with our clients and uh, you know side hustles and projects and and, and have really grown since then and, and uh, uh, evolved as an agency we're, we're really focused on inbound marketing we try to uh, uh, find ways to use digital and all the different platforms that are out there to attract uh, customers to our clients and so uh, we do that through a variety of things such as search engine optimization pay-per-click marketing uh, email marketing social media uh, and we tie that all into uh, a crm with uh, ours is hubspot that we use and so we're big fans of that and so it, it's fun to work on the the holistic side of digital marketing and then some fun things that we do uh, to take some of that online marketing and bring it offline and kind of vice versa. I always enjoy those uh, kind of out-of-the-box aha moments. So fun stuff out there. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to hear some some examples on those. Those are always fun when you can take, take you know, some of those things that people think are outdated or dead or it's just not the new hot thing and you can tie those together and oh, it's super powerful for sure. This, this is a topic that came up just in a group that I that, that I'm in earlier this morning, actually, marketing is an interesting thing that you know this doesn't apply to all businesses or consulting or anything like that. But marketing is an interesting thing where you you should oftentimes be taking your own medicine, right? <laughs> and yet it's it's one of the hardest things to do as well. The whole cobblers with you know kids in horrible shoes, right? How much, how much is, are, are you able to sort of, because you mentioned experimenting on yourself and over the years and all of that, how much are you able to, to sort of take your own medicine with, with all the marketing stuff and build your, your own brand? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. It's, it's been one of those things that as of late has been a little bit more difficult for us as uh, uh, once COVID hit, boy, we started getting a lot more business and had to support a lot of our clients. So our own stuff kind of suffered a little bit, but uh, uh, I will tell you that it's one of those things that it's, it feels like a faucet. Like every time we start to do the things that we know we should be doing, uh, we're turning on the faucet of leads and opportunities and sales for ourselves. And uh, so we've, we've uh, uh, you know, have committed this year to really treating ourselves as our own client. Uh, so we're actually going to have dedicated people that are working strictly on Atomics marketing and uh, coming up with new things and trying uh, new opportunities and just really, uh, as you said, taking our own medicine and making sure that we're doing what we need to be doing. 
And, uh, you know, so that comes from uh, bringing our team members and, and having them trained and go to different training opportunities, finding those new uh, pieces, and then, you know, making a plan to actively implement new things, new ideas and, and new strategies uh, to get to the, the overall piece that we're trying to go for as an agency. Uh, so, yeah, very tough to do. And, and it's a, and it takes a commitment. So uh, we're we're in the process of actually hiring three people right now uh, just to help us get uh, you know out of the weeds of working with just the clients and, and get back onto ourselves. That's great. I love that approach. And it is it's it's always so tough because your stuff is always what goes by the way <laughs> by the wayside because it kind of has to right. Like you know you you want to make sure your clients are taken care of. Um, but but I love what you talked about too. Like I love that just a little quick analogy you you mentioned on you know testing things out in yourself because that's that it really is the great thing too when you can staff up and you know have the ability to do so, but really treat your agency as a laboratory. You know, right. to now it's it's because it's not just about oh this stuff works. We want more leads. It's also testing on your on your own dime and your own timeline a little bit to then be able to get some results and take those to your clients and say, here's something we believe in because here's what it's done the last three months. Right. You know, that's, really, you know, and that's another really thing that we, another thing that we do that's uh, helpful along those lines is we're very uh, supportive of our team members having uh, side hustles. So they're, they're actively got their own clients that they've kind of grown up. There's actually been clients that have, you know, prospects that have come to us that don't fit our, uh, you know, ideal customer or don't have the budgets or whatever it may be in, the, in that time uh, situation that our employees have taken and said, well, I'll take them on as a client. And and so they get their own little, you know, playground to work in inside of in those areas. Uh, so their side hustles are actually, they're learning a lot inside of those and then bringing them into the agency. So we're very supportive of that. I know a lot of people don't want uh, their team to have side hustles, but uh, I've only experienced positive things from that because they learn uh, firsthand so much on those you know smaller projects or whatever it may be that they can bring and take into it and bring into our clients. Oh, that's fantastic. That's that really is good because that is that is a rarity. I think you know that's I think it's so much easier to just have companies company policy. No, right? It, you know, it's cut and dry. <laughs> Where, and, and I'm sure, you know, you can, you know, you need some policy, you need some, you know, parameters yeah. and things like that around it. But I think those things are so easy to spell out when you are just open with it. I was like, hey, here's what's going to happen. And we know you're going to want to dabble in this and be better at this. And I love that approach. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather them uh, experience the, uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, catastrophic failure on <laughs> something that's like a, a fun thing. I mean, I don't want them to fail, obviously, and that's one of the reasons that I, I really encourage that. But uh, but yeah, we can't afford to uh, have massive failures. Uh, you know, obviously, we want to uh, test and, uh, you know, try the markets in different ways. But uh, this allows us to at least have something to go back and lean on and say, we've done this three times already. Now let's try it on a bigger scale and see what happens. So, um, oh, yeah. so yeah, I absolutely love it. And I, it's, it's something I would encourage many to consider. That's great. So, so let's talk, you know, marketing, digital marketing, 
overall right now. Some, you know, it's always in in flux from that, you know, those those origins from you're talking about almost 20 years ago now till now, my goodness. Um <laughs> it, it it's crazy to think back. But it also happened so fast that, you know, you, you look at something that recent as 10 years, 20 years, and you go, oh, oh, that's right. That didn't exist. That didn't exist. That didn't <laughs> exist. It's it's wild. Some people are overwhelmed by that. And certainly if this isn't your your jam, um, it's very easy to get overwhelmed with and why you need a, an atomic, you know, for, for help no, right. to keep up with this. But um, I think for you and I, it's 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 kind of a blast. It's interesting. It's always something new. Um, what's what's sort of the, you know, high level, big, big mover kind of things that you're seeing that's that's working really well for your clients or maybe on the horizon right now? Right. You know, we we are seeing, obviously, with COVID, uh, buyers buying habits have changed. You know, you know, there's a, obviously a huge shift, uh, a lot more people buying online and, and finding new ways to find the products that they do want to buy online. Uh, so that's that's forced, you know, businesses to grow up a little bit faster than maybe they intended to. Uh, on the digital marketing side of things. Maybe they weren't putting as much budget because they were going to conferences or uh, that's how they found their customers. And now everyone's found it's like, I need a new way to get in front of new eyeballs. And uh, so for us, you know, a lot of that is, uh, you know, search search marketing, be it, you know, SEO or PPC. We have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, clients are obviously doubling down inside of social to find uh, new audiences inside of that. And uh, and then for us personally, too, just using uh, a CRM to, you know, overall increase the value of customers that they may already have and they haven't grown them as much as they possibly could. Uh, so. Uh, or serve them as well to kind of build that that brand loyalty. So really digging back deeper into serving existing clients. We've ha- we've had a couple instances uh, where people have come to us and said, "Oh, we need SEO for you know, for instance." Uh, and we start talking to them about you know the assets that they already have, the email list, or you know what they what they've been doing. And, and when we start talking, we find out, oh, they've got, you know, 20,000 emails that they haven't sent something to in a while, or they haven't done a segment off of that to say, hey, let's, let's do this. Uh, we had a, we had a client like that that came to us for SEO specifically. Uh, we got to talking, did some, some exploration of what they were doing. And we're like, let's start with this email that you've got here. Uh, we set it up, sent, sent that out, and then they uh, they called us begging it to, it to stop. And of course, my first worry is like, oh my God, did we, you know, typo? Did we mess something up here? You know, because uh, it's not often that they call and beg you to stop. Right. Uh, but it turned out that they were not able to handle the call influx that they were having for new business uh, from people they had done business with before. So, a lot of it's just kind of looking at what you've already got and finding like ways to reconnect, re-engage, uh, and, you know, just, you know, get those customers to reinvest back into the business that you've already done with them. So oh, yeah. that's, that's some of the big areas for us that are really, uh, you know, taken off. And then we're, we're helping with a lot of, uh, you know, sales enablement where we've got customers that have all these sales people, 
that are getting leads and, you know, uh, being a salesperson myself, I'm sure you've experienced this as well. Uh, what leads do you want to work? Well, you want to work the hot ones that just came in, right? The ones that came in a couple of weeks ago, ah, forget about them. They're cold. Uh, but when we put together sales enablement for them and get some, you know, marketing automation going and, and warming those people up, it extends how long they actually are warm or hot leads and, uh, you know, really builds out the overall, overall value uh, that you're getting from the leads that are coming in that maybe weren't worked as hard or the right way that they should. <laughs> right, right. G- yeah. Give me an example of, of sort of some of that sales enablement, some of that workflow to kind of warm them back up that you're doing for folks. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, uh, we'll go in and meet with the sales team and actually install uh, you know, plugins that go into like their outlet, uh, for say, or whatever, uh, and set up these automations for them. So when a lead comes in, they send them a message, it will automatically set up triggered things that should happen. So, uh, perhaps if the sales cycle is a, a relatively short one, they may get, uh, you know, an email or two from that sales associate, uh, in within two weeks that kind of talks about the differentiations between them and their competitors, those types of things. But then it's also setting up reminder tasks for them to, Hey, you need to call this person or you should email them. And it gives them all the information. So right there inside of their email program, if it's Gmail or outlook, they can see the history that they've had with that client and, and some of the insights that have been gathered, uh, you know, interest, uh, you know, uh, if it's a specific topic or whatever, and they can include that in their messaging to the customer. Uh, and it's just setting up these automated triggers that give them reminders to take specific actions, whether it's a call, whether it's an email, uh, sending a resource that may uh, work well for that niche or something like that. So we'll go in, set all that stuff up on their computer, set up those automations and workflows, and then you know it, turn it loose and then let it let it work its magic for them. So yeah, no, oh, yeah, that's strong. What what else is happening out there that's sort of new or on the horizon that you're seeing from a digital marketing that you're just now sort of starting to, to really roll out to, to your clients. And are you mostly B2B space? You got some B2C clients? Is it yeah, kind of a, we, a good mix? Yeah, we've got a really good mix, actually. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, B2B clients. So we have uh, clients that sell million-dollar software. Uh, and then we've got clients that sell uh, you know manu- things that they're actually manufacturing. We, we deal a lot with the uh, healthcare, uh, legal, and... Uh, uh, you know, restaurants, we have a lot of restaurants that have kind of came in. So you can imagine all the support we were giving them when COVID hit and, you know, trying to help them get their ordering online and all that other fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, we, we've worked a lot with that. One of the things that, that we're seeing, and I kind of already talked a little bit about that was conferences, you know, a lot of, especially the B2Bs were going to conferences to, uh, you know, find new eyeballs, find new new customers. Uh, and conferences still, you know, they're starting to come back some, but they're not back, right? So right. Uh, we're seeing a big uh, trend into both in-person and virtual. And then how do we make sure that we make the biggest impact when we're, when 
when they are working those types of conferences, right? So uh, putting together plans for, uh, hey, I, I was in a conference, I met all these people, how do I contact them, connect with them? Uh, you know, we're really big about getting as many hooks into the person as we possibly can. So it may be a LinkedIn, it may be their email address, maybe their phone number. Uh, so like when you're doing conferences, we're really big about uh, uh, text to join email messages. So if you're you know speaking and you've got uh, you know something you want your your audience to uh, that you know they'll want, uh, touch on that topic. And then say, hey, uh, you know, we've only got limited time here. So uh, if you're interested in that, you know, uh, text, uh, you know, PDF to whatever, you know, or the client's right. name to, you know, 123123 one, two, three, or whatever. And uh, so that has been working really well. Uh, in fact, a lot of times when I was going out and speaking in person, uh, I was getting as high as a 70% take rate on those types of uh, offers. So as you, you knew the people wanted that information, but here you are live in person. You can't get all these people's email addresses, but you can when you use text messaging. So uh, and then, using, using and those then the, types of things, extremely powerful. Yeah. And then the follow-up with SMS, the additional open rates is just crazy high, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and that, you know, and then that, that text message, I mean, everyone has their phone within, you know, arm's length, you know, 90% of the day or something, or maybe higher, it seems like. Uh, we're also using that to help build people's reviews. So reviews are obviously becoming more and more critical as people don't have that relationship that they used to have. Uh, oh, this is the guy I always saw at this conference, or I've seen this company here or there. Uh, and now it's all a digital uh, relationship. And so, you know, of course, when you Google a company's name, you're going to see their reviews, see what people have written about them. So it's just so critical to have a plan for how you are going to build your reviews, request them, and actually get them. Uh, and text, mar text marketing is a big piece on that as well. Yeah. How for for your for your clients who are going to these virtual events? That's a that's a really interesting one to touch on. Is you know you you're sitting there like we are. You know, <laughs> only you know a hundred folks. You know, going through an event. What what are some of those tactics that? that they can use to start kind of connect with other folks who are attending the same event. Right. You know, um, there, there's a bunch of, you know, so one of the ways obviously I kind of already talked about was teasing some of the content that you have and, and, and getting people to request it that way. Uh, I can't tell you how many zoom meetings I go into people don't even have their name, you know, on the thing, but we always, We'll put our name, you know, a website or maybe something that when people are looking at it, they're like, oh, I need what's that, you know, and, and builds that intrigue and that interest uh, that way as well. Uh, but we are really big about trying to get, uh, you know, attendee list or anything like that and then building a, a marketing campaign around that. And, you know, some, you know, some tricks that we use is that those people are still going to potentially be pretty cold contacts for you. Sure. So one of the things that we'll do is do uh, remarketing campaigns or go into Facebook, mm -hmm. upload that email list, build a, uh, a display marketing to get in front of them so that when they do 
you know, get an email from us or they, you know, they're like, oh yeah, that was that guy that was talking about X, Y, Z, uh, they're warmed up, you know? And so same thing for email campaigns. Uh, we may send a campaign at seven in the morning uh, and, you know, might be talking about strategy for, for an example. Uh, well, we'll send that email out and then at, you know, maybe 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, we'll send, we'll do the remarketing uh, messages on Facebook and all the socials so that they see that same thing. It's like, oh, atomic strategy. Uh, oh, I got that email from them earlier today. I need to go back and check that out. And then we'll hit them again in the afternoon with that same messaging. So in the in the span of a day, at least three times, they're going to see that same message, which is going to drive your open rates and your click rates and your email because they're going to go back to that and say, I need to go get that resource or whatever it is that you're pushing. So we're it's a, a extremely effective technique. That's super smart. Yeah, I love that. Because it's it's all about touch points and repetition and familiarity and, you know, I, I mean, the negative connotation, the negative input is just like you beat them down until they, you know, <laughs> they come like with your message and stuff that some people can kind of take that in or it's creepy following around. Um, but if you if you take a step back and think about how many times, I mean, I know me personally, I've taken, you know, there's been several times that, oh, that's right. You know, I wanted to grab that. Right. You know, I'm I'm so glad that Facebook ad was there because it reminded me to go open this other thing or right. that I was going to do something because we just, we are, we're inundated with everything coming in. Um, we need that help. And I think, you know, I think if you're operating, which we hope everyone is, right? If you're operating from the standpoint of what I sell, what I offer, product, service, whatever, it's so valuable that I'm hurting people if I don't get my message out there. If you're operating from that and you believe in what you're doing mm -hmm. so well, you'll go to these extents to make sure that you're, you know, battling human behavior <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, you know, the, the negatives one, ones, you know, and, and make sure you, you stand out and help people right. along to, to, to kind of make that purchase and come into your world, whether that's giving them free material, eventually becoming a client, whatever that might, might be, you know? Right. And I think, you know, you're touching on something that's so important is actually making sure that the content or the offer is actually something that is of true value. Uh, it's too easy to put put together something that, you know, quite frankly, could be crap. Uh, but it's like, let's put let's put the effort into making something authentic. Let's make sure that it resonates with the brand and who we are, our brand story. Uh, you know, as right now is uh, in HubSpot's inbound conference. And one of the speakers just this this week was talking about uh, brand authority and and that brand uh, story and how you kind of put that together. And one of the stories that they shared was about a company and I think it was called uh, it's called Tiny Tags and it's a jewelry uh, company and they are formed specifically around motherhood and so their whole brand story everything about them is, is, is centered around that and what they do is they they create content around motherhood not around jewelry because as you can imagine jewelry would be very difficult to rank for. It's going to be very hard to be authoritative in it. So they've really brought their story in and made it resonate. And so they'll have 
uh, blogs that don't necessarily talk about jewelry, but they talk about um, uh, you know, a woman's struggle with becoming a, a mother when she had diabetes. And uh, so she'll talk about that. And that resonates with people and the motherhood thing. And what they've seen is tremendous success because they've got this story so well defined. And then they're bringing in people to share their stories, which builds, of course, backlinks and it, it gets people talking about you which helps in your SEO, uh, which helps in your brand identification and then people feeling uh, loyal to the brand. So it's all one of those things, but uh, it was an interesting story and it was just something that was just so recent, you know, just shared this week and, and really resonated uh, as we try to do those types of things and build out genuine content that people are going to resonate with and want to consume. So it's not just putting a, a bunch of stuff out there. It's it's building something that's unique to the audience and to the person. Uh, yeah. You know, and and it's funny with the you know as we're talking about the trends of what's coming and you know what we could be expecting uh, with third party cookies, uh, you know, on their way out, it's going to be that much more important to have that first party data. And, and have all these different ways of building those pieces to get them in there. So, uh, you know, just a, I thought it was a great story. And it, it's one of those things that takes something, you know, that is just all over the Internet jewelry. And how do we how do we make it relevant and build an audience and be successful with it? through digital marketing, you know, so it was, it was pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's really strong. And that's, and yeah, just like you said, like, that's one more, that's more what is way that we can stand out in all mm -hmm. of this noise and all these messages and especially the generic ones out there. Um, when you can have that piece that really just grabs on to, to the people who are going to resonate with that, that's huge for sure. Yeah. So you, you mentioned inbound um, and HubSpot and your connection there. And, and, and of course, you know, this is a black talk about marketing all day, uh, but really specifically <laughs> wanted to, wanted to have you on to talk that inbound marketing piece. And, and you've touched on some of the things that, that you do and help people with and um, you know, give people, you know, for the audience that, that doesn't know sort of that inbound, we're, we're talking inbound marketing versus outbound. So you right. know, generating content, generating all these things, different initiatives that actually have people reaching out to you rather than just the, the push, push, push. And there's a, you know, there's a reason for all of them in the mix and everything. Um, you've really aligned yourself though, you know, with HubSpot and, and their whole thing is very much on, on inbound. What was, what was that initial draw? And then how are you, how do you feel about it now? How has that evolved a little <laughs> bit from the approach, you know, with, with inbound? Right. You know, I absolutely love it. Uh, for us, our agency, uh, we've never really had massive, you know, sales teams that are making all these calls or doing anything. So kind of organically before inbound was a thing, we were already inbound, uh, you know, building out content and, and building out things that, you know, people needed and would seek us out. Uh, I'm a huge believer of search engine optimization and, and finding, you know, getting new eyeballs that way. You know, it could be through PPC, it could be through SEO, social media, those pieces. But it's really uh, it advances a customer. They already know about you. I mean, we already know, like, if you're going to go buy 
a car, you're going to go look up all the details on that car before you go talk to a salesperson or anything else like that. Uh, so for us, it's been something that's kind of just been in our DNA all along. But as we uh, start have started implementing, you know, the sales enablement and all the inbound tools that HubSpot brings for our customers, uh, it, it has really just even further, I guess, cemented the need for this, right? Uh, uh, we have sales teams that get literally hundreds of leads every single day. And then, you know, they're trying to work those leads and that comes through all sorts of, uh, you know, inbound and purchasing lists and all these other different things that they're doing. Uh, but then how do you nurture them and how do you continue to make the most of that is, is so massively important. Uh, so for us, when we're creating content for ourselves or for our client, Again, it's got to be something that is uh, focused on solving a problem. Um, you know, a super quick example, one of the things that we did a long time ago was we knew people would be looking for social media manager job descriptions, right? They're going to be hiring. We knew people were going to be hiring social media managers. Well, for us, if you're hiring a social media manager, why not consider also hiring an agency? So we went out and wrote content specifically around that. And at one point in time, we were top three nationally in Google for social media job description, right? So anyone who was going out there and doing that was someone that was hiring a social media manager. So we put together a big guide that talked about, you know, questions to ask in the interview, uh, where you should post jobs, uh, salary ranges across the nation, all those types of things like that, uh, and gave that guide away. And it was a really great guide, uh, had the job descriptions in there, you know, basically they could copy paste, put all that stuff in there. Uh, but the great thing was every single person who requested that was a prospect for us. So, so, uh, you know, we look for opportunities like that. We did that kind of the same, uh, similar thing for, a client that's a concrete batch plant manufacturer. And so we created a national directory that listed all the places that concrete batch plants were. And if if your plant was not listed on here, here's a a link to go fill it out to get your plant on there. Well, every one of those people is a prospect for our customer. (laughs) So it's like sell parts or sell them a new plant when their other one need, you know, needs to be replaced. And, uh, wow. you know, there's been some funny stories that have happened around that when I've been, you know, flying around and, and talking to people, but, uh, it, it's, it's amazing once you actually stop and think there, there's basically unlimited opportunities to come up with great ways to get people to identify and, and contact you. And then it's all about just following through and having a process to, to convert them. I love that. I- I love the those creative fun. <laughs> well, the, I mean, maybe they're just fun to us. I don't know, but they're <laughs> those creative ways, though, to get in front of people. And I encourage everybody, everybody watching, to to really think through things exactly like you know what you're just talking about, Jackie. Is that um, they hear SEO? Oh, okay, I have to. I have to rank number one for concrete or it's worthless, right? Like that's where they stop. And when they can sit across from someone like you and your team 
to really dig in. Okay, what's the intent here? Who are we going after? Um, right. Okay, and now, I mean, in a day's time, you can come up with 30 different <laughs> different ways that, you know, may take some time to implement, but take all these different ways that we can get in front of those folks. That's the fun stuff to me is finding those creative oh, ways to just like, when I can sit across from somebody and do that process, even a little bit, and and to have their reaction just like, oh. I never thought about that before, which I'm sure the concrete, you know, supplying company was that had the same reaction. That's gold, right? Like that's, yeah. that's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's funny when we first started working with them, they're like, this is a good old boy network. None of those guys are on the internet and they're not going to use it. So they actually wanted to do a percentage of sales, which we didn't take. I wish we had, we'd, 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 <laughs> when you're selling a million dollar plants, it's like, yeah, I'll take a percentage. <laughs> oh man. No kidding. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, another fun, fun one we did uh, was uh, we're, we're here uh, local in Allen and, you know, Dallas, obviously. Uh, and there's a hockey team that, that we've been supporting for 10 years. And so we built their website and we've done you know, a lot of marketing for them. And we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, how do we take the offline online and, you know, and, and vice versa. Uh, you know, we built a, a program for them where their mascot is a dog. And we, you know, this was several years ago before anyone had done this, uh, but we took their mascot, this dog named Biscuit, and we literally drove up and down the streets around the arena and looked for ring doorbells. And we had them run up with a little poster board that said, help, I'm lost. Get me back to the arena. Go to you know, alanamericans.com slash biscuit and register where you saw me. And, and so it was on the ring network. Everyone saw this. And if you have a ring doorbell, you'll know immediately what I'm talking about. It's all just like wow. stupid stuff that you see on there. Yeah. Oh, someone came to my door. It was a UPS person. Yeah. They were dropping off a package. Well, people saw this dog and he would run up there and he'd, you know, he hammed it up. You know, he acted like he was peeing on their bushes or whatever else it may be. <laughs> Did a little dance or whatever. Uh, but we did this during the playoffs. We had them for two hours and for more than two weeks, it was the number two visited page on their site because people saw it on the ring doorbell, shared it onto their you know Facebook and stuff because they thought it was funny. And then everyone saw it and they're like, oh, now I'm going to go to that page because I'm going to register and hopefully win some free tickets or whatever. So we built their email marketing list, had people talking about it. We actually have sponsors that wanted to get involved. So like Land Rover and some of their other sponsors, Land Rover's like, hey, we want him driving in the Land Rover uh, when we go through here. So it was like, it started to activate upon itself bigger just from something simple that we had, you know, literally two hours and a poster board uh, and it turned into something so successful. So uh, yeah, I'm like you, man, Jason, I could, I could geek out on on uh, this kind of stuff all day. I love the ideas, you know, and, and love talking oh, to people uh, about those things. And and that's the fun stuff. And the follow up, I love when those work. They're successful. It's awesome. But I think the the critical thing for people to take away too is something you mentioned on a previous one there too is is the follow up, right? Like you mm -hmm. can go and you can run around and do that campaign that you just talked about and great you have a story to tell but the power now is in 
capturing all that data all along the mm -hmm. way and then following up with that and building that out because those are the those are the two things that get so missed just like you talked about early on helping people identify like hey you've got 20,000 existing customers <laughs> right. when, when was the last time you said hi you know hi right <laughs> and it Again, we're talking human nature today, right? And and again, we're just for whatever reason, most of us are wired that way. We want the new. We want the this. We want the new tactic. We want the new customer, the new and the new idea, the new, you know, marketing tactic. And it's so critical and so important to to have both ends, right? Like the ongoing campaign, but then also, right. you know, you get these new folks and then now let's follow up. Let's live in follow-up land. And the more you can automate that stuff through, you know, a HubSpot, through campaign, through right. email marketing, all those things, the better because, you know, it is a manpower thing. It's a, it, it's it's something that I don't know. It go, it's a whole different different topic to kind of dig into um, at a later time, probably. But that that idea of automation, right? Like again, people are so like this retargeting automation and all of that. But I think there's there's such a great way to use that that leads to more human experiences, right? If mm -hmm. I can build this process that's constantly getting in front of folks so that I can have a conversation with them, well then all the better, right? I think there's a great right. a great marriage of the two. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that, that we find is in the marketing automation side of things, the pre-planning on that is what's so absolutely critical, right? So you don't want to send the same message to the same, you know, to every single person. You want to send a unique person to every, you know, a unique message to every person. So one of the things that we'll try to do is when we're initially getting that data, uh, whatever it may be. So for us, for instance, it would be uh, a search engine optimization. So when someone comes to our site and they're interested in SEO, uh, you know, when they fill out the form, we do some some legwork before we even get them into um, a workflow so that we know, okay, this, these are the terms that they want to rank for. Uh, mm. And we know where they currently rank for those terms. Uh, so let's say it's, you know, they rank number 20 or something, right? For something that's getting 20,000 searches a month. Well, in emails that we send to them, we can remind them, we can push that pain point of, we know you want to rank for X. You're currently number 20. There's 20,000 searches a month being done on that. The average cost per click is $5, at, you know, and the average sale is X. And so like we can put those things into those messages. So it's very unique for each person, you know, what terms they're looking for, where they rank, how many searches they're missing out on. Uh, and what that could mean from a business building and growth opportunity for them specifically, uh, you know, those types of things as opposed to, oh, SEO is great. Yeah, right. like, let's, let's press pain buttons. Let's give you some, you know, uh, you know, and opportunities where we have some markets that we've worked with. Uh, you know, we have some insights in that and some pieces put together that we can also share. So if they're healthcare, legal, uh, manufacturing restaurants, those things. We have some things that we can already share that also go along with that. So it's like, hey, here's some additional resources. So, uh, you know, marketing automation is fantastic. 
that a lot of people, I think, forget about the legwork that you should put in front before you actually even you know, implement it. Right. And, and you talk about, you know, that pushes pain points, but it, a little bit, but the majority of that is useful information right. for that client, right? Like that's... Yeah. So who are they going to choose? Somebody who maybe sent them a, you know, a, a follow up of generic. Here's why SEO is great, like you mentioned, or someone who's already helped them. You know, right. oh, I've gotten value from them, and they don't even know me yet. Wow, <laughs> let's have a conversation, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm just such a huge fan of that. You know, it's just incredible when you personalize that and get that in front of them. Oh yeah. Well, this this has been such a blast. Like I mentioned, we could you know we could geek out on this for you know <laughs> days. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. What's we'll up there and see you? And let's let's do it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we'll do it on a, on a mountaintop up here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, who's who's who should reach out to to you to Atomic and and how do they do so? Yeah. So uh, obviously, our uh, website is uh, a great place to start. A lot of information out there. So that's just atomicdc.com. Uh, and uh, you know, like I kind of mentioned, we've got some niches that have formed over the years: healthcare, uh, uh, nonprofits, and manufacturing, and and legal. Uh, but really, we're we work with uh, mid-sized businesses that maybe have one or two. Uh, marketing teams have been tasked to move mountains. Speaking of mountains, uh, you know, I can't, I can't believe how often I talk to someone. There's just one person on this marketing team for a, a really large company, uh, and they've got to do it all. And so uh, we work with a lot of people that have been literally asked to do all the digital gamut, and they're one person. Uh, we come in there and help them look like rock stars. So. Um, you know, those are the types of businesses that we like to work with and, and uh, come up with uh, new ideas and present those ideas, execute on them, report on them, and, and then build new ones. That's great. So fantastic. Yeah. Jackie, thank you so much for, for being being here and, and, and digging in. I think there's so much useful info, and I encourage everybody out there to, to, to reach out to Jackie and, and Man, just a, a brainstorming session, if nothing else, um, for your company. Uh, and it's, it's a huge opportunity there for you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Jason, man. I really appreciate it. And like I said, uh, uh, just let me know your schedule. I'll, I'll come out there and we'll do some mountaintop coffee or bourbon. Perfect. All right. <laughs> See you all next time. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of this show. If you ever need help building out custom strategies for your business or deciding what actions to take next, head over to MediaLeadsCo.com and let's connect. I'll talk to you soon on the next Strategy and Action.